This is Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 77, our 10th anniversary podcast, impromptu style. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. Well, it's finally happened. This is our 10th anniversary podcast. 10 years, I can hardly believe it. It seemed almost like yesterday we started the first podcast for Toastmasters. Many people thought, well, you know, podcasting is just a fad. Video's going to take over and it's going to win big time and podcasts will be dead. But I think we see now more podcasts than we've ever seen before. Now, I'm not going to get into whether video is better than audio, whether Coke is better than Pepsi, whether PC is better than Mac or vice versa. But I can tell you is that a podcast for Toastmasters certainly has its purpose. One thing I can say about podcasts, particularly the audio podcast, is that they're very portable. You can use them anytime. You can listen to them in your car. You can listen to them while you're going for a walk. And you can also listen to them while you're working. Now, you could probably say the same thing for video, but podcasting has also certainly come a long way from the beginning. When we first started, I can't remember the technology we were using. I do know a couple of the podcasts were recorded on analog tape recorders. I think we hooked up to the phone. I think Skype, etc. was probably in its infancy. But some people do ask me, Greg, how did the Toastcaster podcast come about? Well, for those of you who know me as the gadget guy, I've been doing gadgets for many, many years and many decades, and most of it has been in the written format, i.e. articles, blogs, print, etc., etc. Now, I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for a while. Back in 2006, when I had the first idea, podcasting was pretty much still in its infancy. I'd originally thought of maybe doing a tech podcast, but it was one of those things where I guess I needed that little kick. I needed that little bit of a motivation to really make it happen. So as I was progressing through my Toastmasters educational program, I came across the High Performance Leadership Project. And I thought, why not a podcast? It would be absolutely perfect. Because if you think about it, the benefit of the podcast is that something, first of all, that Toastmasters can listen to. Although we do strive for face-to-face communication, i.e. at meetings, etc., or conferences or club officer training, It's something that we can't be face-to-face with 24-7. Now, we do have text, we do have manuals, we do have emails, and that can also do a really good job on relaying information, but it's nice to have something that could bridge the gap between the written and the face-to-face or in person. It's something that people can listen to just about anywhere, anytime. The first episode launched on January 4th, 2007. The original idea started back in September of 2006, The initial idea for the podcast was to provide district-specific information, i.e. things that were happening with respect to events, people, and some of them timely and local. The second was to provide some tips for Toastmasters to improve their communication and their leadership skills. And the third would be to have interviews with Toastmasters and experts, I guess, on a field of a specific topic, general information that could be of value to really any Toastmaster. And I thought, who should we have as the first guest? What should the first episode be about? Now, I could have done it about some kind of Toastmasters training, or I could have looked at maybe some tips and tricks. And I thought, well, why not ask the Grand Poobah herself, our district governor, 
at the time, now called district director, Mona Cooley. This was in the year 2006-2007. Her theme was lead with purpose, communicate with confidence. And I thought, yeah, it would be really, really appropriate to have her on. And for those of you who know Mona, she's the rockin' and rollin' district governor herself. Getting back to the High Performance Leadership Project, uh, one of the things, and I'll just have a look at my notes here, it's a five-project program that offers instruction and practice on such vital leadership skills and activities as developing a mission and vision, goal-setting and planning, identifying values, and building a team. It includes a guidance committee. Also, back then, we really didn't have the technology we have now, and I certainly didn't have the full knowledge I have now, although I'm still learning and things are still changing. I can't even recall what we used for the first recording. It might have been a phone conversation. One thing I can tell you is that my settings were all messed up, and we had the, I think I had the gain on backwards, or I had the setting wrong. And (laughs) after a few attempts in getting it right, it ended up sounding like a tin can. We decided we were just going to go for it, did some modifications to it, did some massaging of the audio, and then we just went with it just to see what was happening. The original idea for the podcast was just a single episode, but now we're at 77 episodes, 196,000 downloads, and we're approaching 1. million feed hits, and we're continuing to grow. And, of course, that's thanks to all of you the listeners. If we didn't have any listeners, I would probably pretty much be talking to myself, which... Maybe after one episode would be fine, but after more episodes, it's probably not fun anymore. Now, getting back to the original the original episode, it was kind of funny because I, I was still a newer Toastmaster back then. I'd only been a Toastmaster for a few years. And I have to admit, I was a little bit nervous approaching the our district governor, Mona Cooley. I mean, she's a great lady, and she's really easily approachable. But here you are asking her to do something very specific, knowing that she's very busy with her work and her job and her career, plus, of course, being the district governor. I started to speak with her about what we were, I was thinking we could potentially talk about. Her concern was, of course, having healthy clubs. And of course, that's extremely, extremely important. So when we talked about what she could, what we could potentially talk about, the topic came around about, you know, what we could do with all the challenges and difficulties we're having, because that's the whole idea, right? I mean, we do know that uh, running a Toastmasters district, making sure we have enough club members, that, club mem- that clubs are healthy and that we're meeting their needs, et cetera, et cetera, especially when there's a challenging economy. Oh, that's not really what I was looking for. I was really, really hoping that we could start off on a positive beat, something about what we could look forward to the future. And I was actually worried. I had to talk to my mentor and say, how can I ask the district governor to do something other than what she wants to talk about? But I approached her. I shared my concerns. I shared my thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, yep, this is great. You know, we'll make sure we talk about healthy clubs. As a result, we ended up with eight and a half minutes of really good content. I got her to talk about herself, her goals, her aspirations, and even talk about her theme. And it worked out extremely, extremely well. Every once in a while, I go back and I listen to it and just see how far we've come. And interestingly enough, I was a division governor at that time, and I was still fairly new. Now, as for the podcasts, there's been so many. Some people ask me which ones are my favorites or which one is my favorite. And like having lots of children or lots of babies, you can't really pick one. They all certainly have some attributes. I mean, we've interviewed international presidents, past international presidents, world champions. We've interviewed individuals involved in technology. I mean, some of the ones that we looked at, 
I'm actually just taking a look back at some of our taking a look back at our list here. It's incredible. Our most recent one is an interview with our district social media manager, Glenda Shear from District 99. And again, that's another thing to note. We started off as District 42. Back in July, we reformed. And we're going to have an episode on Reformation coming up. So District 42, in, which was Alberta and Saskatchewan, Canada, had reformed from over 300 clubs into two. District 42, the southern portion of Alberta and Saskatchewan, Canada, and District 99 was the northern part, and 99 was requested as a result of the famous legendary Wayne Gretzky. We've had a number of different episodes. Just to have a quick peek through them, I'm just quickly, quickly scanning. We did have a few video clips. One of them was a demonstration commercial that we did for Weave Your Way to the Web, which was a promotion that we did in the year I was the public relations officer. We have a video of the lip sync competition for Region 4, which was District 42's version of Bohemian Rhapsody. We have an interview with featuring Marta Munoz from District 42 who interviewed our past president, Mohamed Murad, a few years back as well. Some of the other ones include just talking about club officer training, Toastmasters Leadership Institute. We had an episode on getting distinguished and what it means. We interviewed Craig Valentine, and also we talked to Lance Miller a couple of times. We had an interview with Martin Presse, who was striving for the world championship in 2008. Back in 2008, I recorded a monodrama from one of the manuals, and this is where Paul McCartney meets Yoko Ono, a fictitious meeting that would have taken place sometime in 2006. We had Doug Doughty, who was then district governor for District 19, gave us a session on the club coach experience. We interviewed Jana Barnhill, accredited speaker and past international presidents of 2008-2009, and she shared her courage to conquer and beyond, certainly something that you want to listen to. We also had a pretty cool video with accredited speaker and also past international president Robert Barnhill, where we actually make him an honorary Canadian as he visited our District 42 convention back in May of 2009. He got a toque, warm socks. It's just something that you really, really have to see. We even had a guest, and his name was like Doug McKenzie, eh? So like, take off, eh? You hoser. We interviewed Bo and Ryan from the official Toastmasters podcast back in 2009. And of course, I'm extremely proud that I'm now a member of that trio, one of the co-hosts that started about three years ago to add a little additional flavor to the Toastmasters International podcast. We had an episode on Blog Talk Radio. I mean, there's just so many. One that we found was very popular, it, it was actually a podcast called Making Your Vote Count. It's, that was Toastcaster episode 31. And if you look on the site, you'll see a picture that was snapped at the International Convention where four votes separated the two candidates for third vice president. So it's very, very important that you make your vote count. In late December of 2010, and Donna Smith from District 42, she created a tale for all seasons. And it sounds a lot like The Night Before Christmas, but it's a la Toastmaster style. We had Kevin Oxner a couple of times. He's a really popular guest on our show. He did a section on time blocking, also one on auditing your content. We had a few podcasts on 
gadgets, including microphones and some other useful tools for Toastmasters. I even had an opportunity to interview Red Robinson. He was the famous legendary broadcaster that introduced the Beatles August 22, 1964 in Vancouver, British Columbia. Now, it's not as much related to Toastmasters, but it's a great story nonetheless. And I thought, well, this would be a great opportunity to let the podcast world or the Toastmasters world hear about a little interview with the legendary Red Robinson. We had a Toastmasters location crisis that we spoke with Rich Hopkins. I had a little toast and an educational, a 90th anniversary resources podcast Another one that was fairly popular was Toastcaster 54. It's where I had an opportunity to speak with Greg Van Borsum, who hails from outside of Sydney, Australia. We did feature him on the Toastmasters International podcast. He was also featured in the Toastmaster magazine as well. He had a rough time when it came to public speaking, but he became a motivational speaker and strategic thought leader. What's interesting about Greg is that He was the crowd director and the motion capture director on the film Happy Feet. But but he was also the fight scene choreographer and the weapon specialist on the Mad Max Fury Road movie. Talking about two extremes. We had an opportunity to speak with Greg even before the movie came out. And I think we know that the movie was a great success. In this episode, Greg told us about the movie, his incredible roles in the film, and what it's like communicating with, let's say, A-list Hollywood actors in situations that can not only be challenging, they could be downright dangerous. He also shared with us how he taught Charlize Theron to shoot a gun. And if you do look at the picture on the episode 54, that was back in May of 2015, uh, Greg was kind enough to provide me with a picture of him and his crew. Incredible, incredible, incredible. We also talked about the the accredited speaker program a number of times. I took my take on Spanish Train where I had to decide, that's the song by Krista Berg, I had to decide whether song lyrics could be used for vocal variety. I guess you'll have to find out for yourself. We also spoke with Joe McKay about videos and why clubs need them, and he gave us an insight on that. Joe's a professional videographer. George Marshall was our guest on episode 68, where he shared some tools for Toastmasters. Toastmasters does provide a number of incredible, useful tools, lots of information and lots of statistics. But George takes that a step farther, where he's created his own tools, the TM tools for Toastmasters, and that was episode 68. On episode 69, we spoke with Rick Lauber about how Toastmasters helps authors We had a couple of episodes with Russ Dantu and his Road to the World Championship. A session on privacy with Gene Eaton, and the list continues. So where do we go from here? Well, I think the first thing we'll do is we we will continue to do what you're doing. Feedback is positive. I'm always open to new suggestions in terms of what we can do with the podcast, subjects or topics or people to speak with. But I think one of the things that we're going to be doing is, first of all, We are on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher and, of course, on the Toastcaster.com site. We'll be looking at adding the podcast to the Google Play Store. And I think one thing that it's high time that we do is that we officially start working our way into adding the topic of leadership into the podcast. I think we all know that Toastmasters is where leaders are made. And one last thing I wanted to share about the podcast, besides, again, once again, thanking everyone for their participation and everyone that 
helped make it happen. Again, both guests and listeners. One of the things I'd like to share is how doing this podcast has actually changed me. When I first started doing the podcast, it was about the gadgets and the technology, and it was about doing my high-performance leadership and, and providing some valuable content and providing a value resource for Toastmasters, sharing the technical skill that I had both with our district and with Toastmasters International. But what I really discovered for me is that it's helped me grow in the process. It's helped me improve my skills because I'm always trying to practice. Of course, having a podcast, you can listen back to it. You can listen to what you did well, look for areas for improvement, and also get feedback from others. But one thing I found that really changed for me is that when I first started again, it was about the podcast. It was about creating the nice mixes, the nice blends, and doing the nice editing. But what I eventually discovered, my real purpose, I feel, is that I really enjoy sharing people's stories. It's not just asking the questions, but trying to find individuals who have incredible information or who have incredible stories to tell and helping them find a way of delivering those stories. Because some people I interview are much more advanced in terms of speaking than I am. So I do learn from them. I do learn from their techniques. But I also come across individuals that have a great story to tell, but yet they find themselves a little challenged in terms of getting that point across. And so for me, it's about the stories, about looking at what they're doing and what they've accomplished and and some of the things that they want to share, and then finding a way of speaking with them and asking the questions to try to pull out the essence as to what it's all about. And for me, I find that really exciting. I find it challenging, and I certainly want to continue to do that. With that said, I think I'm going to bring our 10th anniversary episode to a close. Once again, thank you all for listening to Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies, a new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.